Hello everyone, my name is Sky Menhart and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. If you want more information about the show, please follow Manic State of Mind podcast on Instagram and leave a comment letting me know what you want to hear in upcoming episodes. Welcome to the show. So today I wanted to discuss my journey with medication and how I have gotten to where I am today. So when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in 2015, I was 17 years old and they put me on trileptal. I believe trileptal is an antipsychotic. It's either an antipsychotic or a mood stabilizer. I'm unsure. Um, But Unfortunately, psychiatric medications take some time to kick in, especially when you've experienced a manic episode. Mania can last for months, even after you've been taking your medication. So whenever I was discharged from my first hospital visit, the meds had not kicked in. And my mom, she felt like I was still way too manic to function. And she... Then she took me to my second hospital that I was at where I was um, taken in and she she just felt like the the mood stabilizers hadn't kicked in and I was still manic and unfortunately like we didn't know at the time that mood stabilizers and antipsychotic medications these take a while to kick in and to get in your system and to start working and so I was hospitalized and then I was put on lithium which is a mood stabilizer and that was really effective for me and it really worked so there are a few types of medication that are used to treat bipolar disorder so there's mood stabilizers antipsychotics anticonvulsants anti-anxiety meds and antidepressants. So here's a list of the medications I've been on for my mental illnesses. (laughs) Abilify, Ativan, Celexa, Depakote, Evicchio, Gabapentin, Clonopin, Lamictal, Lithium Carbonate, Olanzapine, Seroquel, Temazepam, Trazodone, Trileptal, Welbutrin, Vralar, Zeprazidone. So that's like a lot of medications that I've tried. And it has taken me a long time, but today, right now, in this moment, I am finally on medications that work for me that are great, but I'm going to get into that part a little bit later. So for me, I think one of the things that they don't really tell you about having bipolar disorder is that it's well, if, you're, if you are required to take medication, it is very hard to take medication. Um, For me, there were a lot of reasons why it was difficult to take meds. I think whenever you're 17, you kind of want to fit in. You don't want to be the weird kid who needs to be on medication. And um, at first, when I was 15 or 16, I was put on antidepressants on Celexa. And so I just felt so ashamed that I had to take medication for my mood and that I needed this weird medication to function normally. And I was really embarrassed and ashamed about that. And it kind of makes you feel isolated because most people you know aren't having to take medication. And it makes you feel like you're alone and that you just feel weird and you feel like there's something really wrong with you because you need this medication. And that can be really hard. It can be really isolating and it can be something that's kind of scary. So whenever I was first on medication, my parents, well, my mom, she was kind of controlling my meds 
and she would give it to me every night and kind of force me to take it and this was very negative for me um this made me resent my mom for forcing me to take these meds that weren't always making me feel well and i was angry because i was being forced to take them i didn't want to and i wasn't in control of my medication i think it's really important for the person who's taking their meds to be the one administering their meds. Now, I know this isn't always possible. I know in the past with my experience, I've been suicidal sometimes. So at times it is helpful for somebody else to be administering the medication because I would overdose or, you know, do things like that. And so I understand why sometimes it's necessary for somebody else to be in control of your medication. But if you can be in control, I really suggest you do because then it will become not something that you're being forced to do, but something that you're choosing to do because you want to help yourself. And honestly, whenever my mom was controlling my medication, I was very angry. I was resistant and it kind of made me want to stop taking my medication altogether. And so this was like a constant battle with my mom. In the future, I want to have her on the podcast so we can talk about our journey together with medication, with bipolar and all this stuff, because I think it would be really helpful for people who have a family member that's going through this or have a sibling or a son or a daughter, and it can just help kind of explain what that's like. But um, it was just really hard for me because I really wanted to be in control of my life, but I felt like my mom was controlling me and that she was forcing me to take these meds, and it was really hard especially when I was taking anticonvulsants. So anticonvulsants are medications that they use to treat people with epilepsy, schizophrenia, I think sometimes, and bipolar disorder. Um, Right now, they're pretty popular, at least from what I've experienced, because every time I've gone into the hospital, they've treated me with an anticonvulsant. And for me, I had a really bad experience with anticonvulsants. I felt... Uh, one of them I took was Seroquel. I think that's an anticonvulsant. And I just felt very much like a zombie. I felt like I didn't want to move. I couldn't do anything. My brain was foggy. I just felt so depressed, so low when I was on those medications. And I just did not have a good experience with them. I know everybody's different. So whenever you hear me speak about my experience with medication, it might not be the same experience you've had. So just take everything I say with a grain of salt in this episode because it's all very personal for me. I know that everybody is different and everybody's going to react differently to different medications. So you can't really compare your journey to somebody else's because they're always going to be different because no two people are exactly alike. So it was really it's I think when you're on medication and it's making you feel horrible, it is really easy to get off your meds, to stop taking them, to, you know, be rebellious and and anti-med and I think a good example of this which is very relevant today is Kanye West now I'm not sure I don't know much about what's going on with Kanye and obviously I'm not a psychiatrist I don't know him personally I'm unaware of what's going on but it seems like he's having a manic episode right now and he's kind of being very erratic he's saying crazy things it's like it's very it's very erratic behavior 
that we're getting from Kanye right now. And from what I've heard, he refuses to be on medication. He has bipolar disorder. So it's like he's one of the examples I've used in the past to say, like, here, this person has bipolar disorder and they're successful. But from what I've heard, Kanye refuses to take medication. And as you can see with what's happening right now on the Internet, it's not always a good idea to go off your meds. Um, Obviously, that's all speculation. I don't know Kanye personally, so I have no idea what's really going on. That's just what I've speculated on my own for my own research, etc. So just take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, I don't know Kanye personally, so who knows what's really going on. But I use him as an example because we can see what's going on with him right now online. And this is kind of an example of how mania can really affect you and how it is important to be on medication if you need to be. This is something I've really struggled with because I've always just wanted to be like everybody else and just be able to not take medication, just be able to stay up all night and not be so affected. But I think when you have bipolar disorder, you just are more sensitive to changes in your schedule, to changes in medication, to changes in your environment that it unfortunately you can't just function like a normal person and I don't mean that in a negative way I just mean that in a way of like routine I think when you have bipolar disorder you have to kind of really take care of yourself and that is something that is hard to do honestly I've really struggled with taking my medication because oftentimes it's made me feel bad it's made me feel worse and so it's like why would I want to be taking something that's making my mood worse and so it can be hard to cope with the fact that you have to take medication and it can be hard to implement that into your life so I just think Kanye is a good example of that right now because you can kind of see why people do need meds and why they are necessary in some cases and it's it's difficult to deal with I mean I've had online manic episodes many times I've gone on and I've posted really embarrassing things and then later after you know I've been hospitalized and I've been put on different medication and I am coming down from the mania I have to go back online and delete everything and apologize to people and it's very embarrassing and it's really hard to deal with I would say that's been the hardest part of having bipolar disorder for me and so I kind of sympathize with Kanye right now because I can understand how how wild it can get and how out of control you feel and it's a really scary feeling when you're in that space so I just wanted to use that as an example because I feel like it's relevant today Thanks, guys, for sticking through that little ad break with me. So I wanted to discuss in the second segment of my podcast today, I wanted to discuss about why I'm honest about being on medication. So the thing is, with bipolar disorder, with all these different kinds of mental illnesses that we face, there is still, unfortunately, such a stigma around it. And the media kind of skews things and skews these mental illnesses to be portrayed in a certain way that's negative and that makes us feel afraid to be honest about what we're going through. But for me, I've just come to the place where I'm 
completely honest about being on medication. I think it's really important for me at least, especially with my friends, it's been really important for me to just explain to them, I have to take these pills, you know, I have to take them in order to live a normal life. If I don't take them, I'll really be in a bad spot. And from what I've gotten, the feedback I've gotten from my friends has always been just love and support and understanding. And what I've found in my journey is that people are so kind when you're honest. When you're real and you're raw and you're truthful about what you're going through, people are going to surprise you. They're going to come at you with love, with support, and with kindness. And it's been a really amazing and healing thing for me to experience that. So that's kind of why I I talk about this and why I'm so open because I feel like it reduces the stigma. Once we are talking about these things in our everyday conversations, there is going to be no fear surrounding it. People aren't going to be afraid of people who take medication. They're not going to look at us and say, oh, look at those crazy people over there taking their pills. You know, there's not going to be such a bad negative stigma around people who take medication. So lots, if you didn't know, a lot of people take medication, more than you would think. I think a lot of times I've spoken, I've spoke, spoken? Oh no, I've spoken to people and I've been honest, like, you know, I have to take this medication, I have to take an antidepressant, I have to take a antipsychotic, I have to take a mood stabilizer, I take my, you know, my Ativan at night. And they say, oh my gosh, I'm on an antidepressant too. And then it's like more people take medication than what you think. And that's really, honestly, really encouraging. And so being honest and being open about this can really help you because it'll make you feel like you're not the only one. And then you're not isolated. Then you're not feeling like, oh, I'm so weird. I I can't function normally. I feel like an outsider. You're not feeling that way anymore because you're realizing that other people are going through the same thing. Another thing that helped me with this medication journey is understanding that my bipolar disorder is a disease. It is an illness. It's a chronic illness. And just like any other illness, it requires treatment. I think often... I used to be, when I was younger, I used to be jealous of cancer patients because of all the support they would get, all of the love, the flowers, the cards, the movies, everything. It was like, when you have cancer, you're treated with such love, respect. Oh, you're so brave. People say you're so brave for going what you're going through. And I'm not downplaying anybody who struggles with cancer or who has cancer. But I'm saying people with mental illness are not treated the same way. I've never received a sympathy card after getting out of the hospital from a manic episode. I've never received uh, flowers because I'm depressed. Nobody ever comes up to me and says, oh, are you doing okay? How are you coping? You're so brave for going what you're going through. Nobody, I mean, I've had some of that, but like not this overwhelming support. And I think If we are honest about this, if we're just real and we just say, dude, this is a disease that I have and I have to treat it with medication, it's literally like when you take ibuprofen for your headache, it's the same thing. I think when we're honest about this, people are going to realize like, oh, mental illness is just as much of an illness as Crohn's disease or celiacs or I don't know, I can't think of anything else. Um, So medication can really be helpful. And... 
I think so many people take medication. We shouldn't be looking down on them for it. We should be supporting them and encouraging them just as much as people who are taking it for other illnesses. Mental illness is a disease just like anything else. And I think when you look at it that way, it can be easier to take your meds because you're realizing this is, I have a sickness and I have to treat it. And that's that, you know, people take insulin for their diabetes. It's the same thing. So I think it can be helpful to look at it that way. So on my last manic episode in 2019, uh, it's oh, it's so raw to talk about it right now, but I feel like I need to. I had been in an unhealthy relationship for almost two years, and I was living with this guy, and we just were not meant to be. It was really bad. And I had been off my medication for about a year. And instead of taking my, you know, psychiatric meds, I was just smoking a lot of marijuana. And, you know, marijuana, I think it's great. It can really help with the anti, you know, with the anxiety, it can really help. I'm not going to lie. But it was not enough to stop me from becoming manic. And so one night, I had been experiencing a lot of manic symptoms. I quit my job. I was going through a lot of stress. And my relationship, you know, little did I know it, but it was ending. (laughs) So I was having a panic attack and it turned into a seizure. I told my boyfriend, I was like, hey, I need to go to the hospital. But he was like, you're fine, you're fine. I called my mom. She was like, it's okay, you're probably okay. I knew I was becoming manic, but I didn't know what to do about it. So, you know, the next day, my boyfriend broke up with me and I was living with him. So I didn't really have anywhere to go. I was living in Florida and my family lives in Virginia. So I didn't know how to get home. My car was broken down and I just had nowhere to go. And so I called the police because we got into, you know, pretty physical altercation and I called the police and I told them I had just, you know, I was off my medication. I have bipolar disorder, like I need to go to the hospital, but they wouldn't take me to the hospital. So in my manic state, I was wandering around the streets. This is in Jacksonville, Florida. You know, it's nighttime in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm walking the streets And I called the police again. Well, I called the ambulance and I was like, I need to go to the hospital. They wouldn't take me. And so long story short, I spent the whole night out on the streets. My boyfriend ran to his mom's house, so he was not available. He was not answering my calls. And my parents were unable to come get me. They were all the way in Virginia. They couldn't come, whatever they were. That was really awful of them, honestly. But, you know, I was alone. I had no one, I was psychotic, I was manic, and I was alone. So the next day, you know, dawn breaks, I tried to kill myself that night, I was laying in the middle of the street of a four-lane highway, hoping that a car would come into the median and run me over. It didn't happen, so I got up, I walked to this park, I was in somebody's yard, then finally these police found me and they took me to a facility. Not a hospital, a facility. There's a big difference. Um, It was a terrible, terrible place. The worst place I've ever been. They gave everybody these blue scrubs to wear. They were like paper scrubs, you know, like really horrible material. 
and um they it was just a miserable time they didn't give us enough food we didn't have we could barely go outside it was just really really bad and so I had a horrible experience there and then I ended up being able to go home with my family and come back to Virginia but all of this to say if I had been on my meds if I had been taking my meds that wouldn't have happened and I think it can be really hard when you're on this journey to cope with these things because it's not easy to have a mental illness you know it's just not easy And it sucks because it's not like you choose like, okay, I'm going to be bipolar today. I'm going to have bipolar disorder. I'm going to have anxiety. Nobody wants this for themselves. Nobody wants this for anyone else. But sometimes we're dealt these, these things that are bigger than us, that are overwhelming, and that are very hard to cope with. But I think medication can be very helpful it can be very healing. After my manic episode in 2019, I was able to get on lithium carbonate, ziprazidone, and a little bit of Ativan as needed. (laughs) And this combination of medication could not be better for me. When I was living in Florida, I gained a lot of weight. I was in this unhealthy relationship. I was out of touch with myself. I was eating Taco Bell every day. I was smoking a lot of weed, which made me hungry. These, these, all these things added up to me gaining a lot of weight. I was almost 300 pounds. I have since lost almost 90 pounds, and I'm doing really well. Um, And the medication I'm on now doesn't make me gain weight. It doesn't make me feel sick. It doesn't make water taste weird. It doesn't make me more depressed. It doesn't make me feel like I don't want to do anything. And what I want to tell you is that it is worth the struggle. It is worth finding the right medication. And it can take a long time. This is where you have to have patience with yourself. You have to be kind to yourself and give yourself a chance because these medications can take so much time to kick in, to start working. They can, it can take a long time to find the right one for you. And unfortunately, you know, with science, we're not in a place where you can just take one medication forever and it'll work forever and you won't have any health problems. You know, one day I'm going to have to stop taking lithium because it's going to make my liver messed up. It's going to it's going to mess things up for me. So hopefully in the future there will be a cure for mental illness and we won't have to deal with these symptoms and this, you know, this awful medication that we have to take. But I just want to encourage you that if you find the right combination, the right one, the right pill, it can really change your life for the better. So I I just want to encourage you with that. So now as a 22-year-old lady, after having bipolar disorder for this, this amount of time, I've realized that I do have to take my meds. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I got a tattoo in February on my wrist that says, take your meds. Baskerville font. 16 point I wanted it as a reminder of my manic episode and 
you know, I wanted to remind myself that I need medication and it's unfortunate, but this is what I've got to do to take care of myself. And let me tell you, since I got that tattoo on February 5th, I have not missed a dose of medication and I am doing so well. So if you're struggling right now, if you feel like you're not on the right meds or you you might need medication but you're unsure, I really encourage you to talk to a psychiatrist, try to get that appointment, get checked out and see what you can see because if you can find the right medication, it can really improve your life. And if you don't need medication, you go, dude. Rock on. I'm happy for you. Heal yourself in any way that you can. I'm proud of you. (laughs) Keep up the good work. And if you do need medication, rock on. I'm proud of you. Keep up the good work. You're doing great. I just hope you guys can learn a little lesson from my mistakes and really think seriously about why you need to take your meds, why they're helpful how they can help you, and why it's important to take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get more information about today's podcast, please follow me on Instagram at Manic State of Mind Podcast. You can also follow my personal account, Sky the Gemini, all lowercase, no spaces or those bar thingies. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please leave it a rating. Please leave me a review and I will see you next week.